and hey, Taylor. I love your hat, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's on backwards. Is that the cool way or? Uh, it's the cool way in the '90s, and I'm a '90s kid, so. All right. Well, Bring good to back. be good to be doing another show with you. So we should start officially, but it's always good to see you. Hey everyone, welcome to The Real Investing Show. I'm your co-host, Stephen Earp, and I am joined by the great Taylor Davis. Good morning, um, sir. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm glad to, uh, I'm glad to reconnect with you and be recording uh, some, more, some more content and talk about important things. And um, so yeah, this is the show, guys, where we talk about uh, uh, all things real estate and all things investing. And so we are both convinced that investing in real estate is the single best way for the average American to, uh, to build wealth, especially generational wealth. And so today we're going to talk about an important topic. And I find that many people are, um, a lot of people are energized by this and some people are demotivated by this, yep. but it's the topic of goal setting. And so, um, so Goal setting it is. So uh, let me just, I may just ask you questions, Taylor. You just had a goal setting weekend with your team. Um, yeah, that's so, what brought this whole thing up is like, we just, I just came back from this goal setting retreat yeah. and I was like, well, here's a great subject to talk about, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so goal setting. So talk to me about what you did this weekend. I mean, what can you share with us about how, because you lead a Keller Williams team in Norman, Oklahoma, um, a team of, I, I assume you have a, uh, licensed agents and yep. also your admins. And, and I guess, admins. Yep. Okay. So how many people were involved in your goal setting process? Uh, there's, there was a total of five of us. Um, okay. So right including myself. Okay. And your wife was involved as well. So uh, great question. And this was just the, this was really more the business. Uh, so the, the home sales by Davis goal okay. setting. So it was just, the the team itself gotcha. um, one of the things that i started doing with hillary in i think it was 2019 was the first time we did this and it really yeah. changed the trajectory of our business and businesses uh is we started doing an annual goal setting retreat together which we have not done yet so far this year we usually do that in october maybe november we get yeah. away, away from the kids, Hillary and I, and we just, we sit down and talk through um, what we're, what does the next year look like? Are we, where are we winning? Where, where is there a gap? And, and we, we talk through that. So yeah. what about you? Do you, what's your, what's your, because everyone has a take on goal setting, right? Mm -hmm. Some people yeah. feel like I just want to be the grinder that gets things done. And some people are like, they're really motivated by the, the goal setting. What's your take on it? Mm -hmm. Interesting you ask. I um I I think that most people are either motivated by setting goals or solving problems, okay? Um and so sometimes if someone's demotivated by the idea of setting goals, I encourage them will, you know, will think about setting solving problems instead. And I have another colleague that I work with closely named Ricky Pope and he's definitely that way. You know, he's he wants to be solving problems and he feels fulfilled in that way. So when we talk about goals, we we kind of reframe how we're talking about it, but I, um, long time ago, are you familiar with Earl Nightingale? That is a name that I've definitely heard. Remind me how I know. Cool. That. 
back in the day, um, in the early personal development movement, like personal development movement in the early days, there was a guy that was a former radio host and his name was Earl Nightingale. He has the best voice ever. I highly recommend you listen to his stuff. Okay. If you, if you like, um, if you like the Jim Rohn or if you like the, the think and grow rich vein or, um, maybe, maybe the Zig Ziglar, but less Zig Ziglar, more like Jim Rohn. I think you would like Earl Nightingale. He's a storyteller and he talked at length. He has a, he had a program that I listened to early when I was, um, first doing entrepreneurial stuff, which was like, when I was 16 or 17. And he talked about goal setting a lot. And he said that high capacity achievers tend to fall in two categories. One of them is what he calls the goal people. They set goals and they charge for them and they, you know, they just accomplish their goals. And the second group is what he calls river people. And this is where you just are obsessed about what you're doing and you just do it day and night without thinking about setting goals or accomplishing anything. And think about, you know, some professional musician that's a prodigy that just loves it so much and wakes up and goes to bed, thinks about it. And so I think about goal setting that way. Um, and I would say that in some areas of my life, I, I need to set goals and, and hold myself accountable and be disciplined. In other areas, a lot of the things I've accomplished in my life weren't related to goals. It was more related to me just having a passion about something and burning the candle at both ends because I love it so much. So I don't know if that's helpful or encouraging. I don't know if that's reproducible, <laughs> but I, so that's, that's one of my takes on it. And another take for me has been that when I do goal setting, I do well with like long-term vision things like, oh, this is amazing. Look at what we can do. But what makes the biggest difference is my daily goals and my weekly goals. 100%. So I, I tend to think if I string enough good days together, I'll have good weeks. And if I, have, if I string enough good weeks together, then I'll have good months. If I string enough good months together, I'll have good years. So I don't know if that's helpful or not, but that's the way I think about goal setting is like, how can I win today at life? And what's the most important thing for me to do today and then tomorrow? And so... Yeah. What do you think? I, uh, so I very much came from an originally for a long time. I was the person that, uh, just like, don't get in my way. Let me grind. Let me get through this. I know that I, every day I'm moving forward. Yeah. Where, uh, that shifted is there was definite. So I, so to be honest, I think that there is, uh, I think that in order for goals to be effective, in order yeah. for this to work well, there has to be balance. And I think there, and there has to be a commitment to follow through. Um, and so, so many people, they, they look at uh, goal setting as like take intentional time to just think big or to kind of visualize something. Um, that's not where it becomes effective. So that is a part of it. Yet that in and of itself isn't actually going to move you anywhere. Yeah. So the the piece that I feel like where where goal setting becomes really powerful mm -hmm. in, in my experience, where goal setting becomes really powerful is when you have your someday vision. You mm -hmm. know, someday I want to be here. I don't. You don't. That's usually not real clear. It it's usually going to have some things that I know I don't want in my life, some things that I know I want in my life. 
but it's not like this clear cut vision of, of this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So you have that someday goal. Then you kind of go, okay, so for me to be there someday, where do I need to be in five years? And that's going to be a little bit more clear, but it, in my opinion, that's actually the hardest to goal set to is the five year because the someday is, is vague and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the one year is clear and achievable. And this five year is kind of like, what is this? Is this in between yet that five year being nailed down is very important. Mm-hmm. So you nail that five year down, then you go, okay, <laughs> I need to be in one year to know where I need to be in five years. Yeah. And, and the five year goal, again, it's not going to be this exact clear thing. Now, in some cases you can have very clear, tangible numbers. So for like, I mean, I've got who we're going to hire, what position they are, how many we're hiring in that position, uh, how many units we're doing set out for the next five years with my business, right? I have that plan. Now it's okay. So for me to be there in five years, where do I need to be in a year? Well, I need to be here. And I actually have that laid out year over year. And then it's just a matter of going and accomplishing that. But what I realized is if I'm grinding, there's a lot of times that I'm grinding to a least or a, a less efficient path, right? Like I'm still making action and I'm taking I'm taking action. I'm moving forward. Yet there's a difference in working in the business and working on the business. Yeah. And as an sure. entrepreneur and an investor, sometimes you've got to stop. You got to look up and make sure that the direction you're going is the best direction, right? And mm-hmm. that's working on the business. Now, working in the business is the day to day, moving things forward. Working on the business is going, okay, for this business to be exactly what I want. Because the purpose of business is to fund the perfect life. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not in business for anything else other than to, than to support and fund the life that I desire. So mm-hmm. when we set goals this weekend with our team, we actually spent the first half of the day with each individual going off and setting their own personal goals. So mm-hmm. they're going off and going, okay, what do I want for my life someday? Uh, what do I want for my life in five years? What do I want for my life in one year? And these aren't necessarily business goals. These mm-hmm. are like personal. Life. It might yeah. be. I, I don't want uh, one of them is like, I don't want a job where I uh, I'm on call 24 seven, right? Like that yeah. was like, they wanted to know when they were on call and, and not. It's like, yeah. okay, well then you, you start pursuing toward that thing and start building your business to support that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So can you outline, I would like to know just an outline. You just took your team away for the weekend. Um, how many days were you gone? So we were gone a total of three days. Um, and uh, well, we we drove down Saturday night and we drove back Tuesday morning. Okay. So it was really two full days. So it was mainly Sunday and Monday were your Correct. working days. So can you outline what did you do Sunday and Monday. So your your team leader, you're setting goals for the weekend. Sunday and Monday, what what did those days look like? What was your agenda? So Sunday was fun day. So Sunday we went kayaking as a team. Um, okay. We uh, we we went down the Mountain Fork River and kayaked together and just had a really good time. The evening before we hung out, we cooked dinner together and just it was a that was way more of the team building process and just yeah. like. man, like you're in relationship with these people on a daily basis. And sometimes it's nice to see it outside of just this. That's awesome. Um, Then uh, Monday morning, woke up. uh, I had an 8 a.m. workout. Uh, We we cooked breakfast about 845. We were working on uh, 930 is when we started 
our goal mm-hmm. setting. And so from 9.30 to about 12.15 mm-hmm. was focus on your personal goals and goal setting. And so we, and we have a, we have a, a template that we follow and it's the same Thank template you. that Hillary and I follow every year and mm-hmm. I'll have to pull it up and, and maybe share it in the notes, but yeah, um, it, it's like, you know, it, it has questions for each category and there's seven different categories. So there's you know, spiritual, physical, business, job, um, personal development, relation or key relationships, and I can't remember the other one out off the top of my head because I'm trying to go through that. But um, so like personal development, do I want to learn a new language? Do I want to read a certain number of books? Do I like yeah. that kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Spiritual, where do I want to be spiritually? How involved do I want to be in my in in that spiritual practice? Am, am I go, am I involved in church more? Or am I, uh, you know, what does that look like? Right. on a daily basis. So for me, it was like one of the things that I personally wanted to add is uh, mm-hmm. meditation time. Like I don't yeah. take time to meditate. Yeah. Um, so then in each of these categories, you kind of start building out what you want. Uh, and then there are some really good questions. And some of those, some of these, some really good questions to ask yourself is when you're doing this intentionally is what would it look like if I had this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would it look like if I don't have this? Because that's going to kind of give you a temperature check onto how important this thing is to you. Because it's one thing we have a lot of aspirational goals, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I want to, I aspire to be all of these things, right? And at yeah. the end of the day, there's usually one or two things that over the next year you can really develop in, right? Mm-hmm. And those become the things of like, oh, well, if I don't have that, it really hurts. Or if I do have that, it's exactly where I want to be. It's like, okay, that's the priority. Then it kind of moves to the top. Then you start to ask your questions around that of like, what could derail me from this? If I yeah. weren't to do this, what would cause that? You know, right. and and then how do I? And then we take this annual goal. So we didn't do this this weekend, but you take your annual goal, and then we use a tool called a four one one. So we that's that's where we're breaking down into the annual goal is one of the ones, the monthly goal is a one, and then a weekly goal is the is the four. So we have four weeks in a month. Um, and so you have that, that weekly goal to move you forward. And so you're breaking down how far do I need to be this week in order for me to be on track for the year? Yeah. Uh, that's how you get your action plan. Okay. Exciting. So big weekend, you do this once a year. I do this once a year with my team and I do this once a year with my wife and the wife, you know, with, with my, with Hillary, we're looking at all of our businesses, our personal life. We're looking at what are the important things for our children? What are the, what are the values we want to instill in our children and where we want them to be in a year? So, so, okay. So once a year, a big getaway, set all of your goals. And then how do you, what do you do next to kind of takes them into actionable, like weekly steps or monthly steps or daily steps? What does that look like? And yeah, so we, we yeah, take that and we go, okay. So, th- so then we come back from that. And by the way, Hillary and I do the same format. Like we have a fun day. And then yeah. when we're goal setting, our phones are gone. Like we're not distracted by our phones. This is a, yeah. this is a hundred percent you're in this yeah. setting. And that's kind of hard to do with an entire team in real estate. We just had to set some expectations and put our phones away. Um, yeah, so- I, imagine, I can imagine because you've got like closings coming up. You've got sellers oh, yeah. and buyers texting everyone. Yeah. And so, but but, with, but without because- the mental focus, without yeah. that commitment, 
Yeah. You're going to be, instead of thinking about your goals and thinking about where you want to be and really, Uh because this is a deep dive. Like it's really kind of a challenge to break through. It's a, it's a habit that we don't often go through. So to, to do that, it takes a lot of mental focus. And honestly, by the end of the day, you're exhausted. Right. Uh, And all you've done is think. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like, you know, just one person being involved in real estate and you're used to getting like texts and emails and phone calls and like being on all the time and you take five people and this is all they do. And then like the, 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 the aggregating effect of all of these people and all the contacts. Um, wow. Uh, so, so you asked, how do we get back? Well, that becomes, so, so then you come back and you go, okay, in order for now I have clarity on, on where I want to be in a year, at least yeah. in certain areas. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. prioritize a couple of these things and go, okay, these are very important to me. And we did this. So then the second half of the day was the business piece. And so it was like, as a team, as a whole, what are some things that we're wanting to implement? And really, honestly, like one of a, the big theme is being far more relational with our clients post-closing. And so it was, uh, how do we, how do we do that? What is the tangible pieces? And so that is where we then go, okay, well, we have this clarity for the year. Where do I need to be by January 31st? Right. Mm-hmm. So then we're going to set out, okay, here's, here are the things that we're going to need done by January 31st to be on track. Yeah. And then, okay, for me to do that, where do I need to be in, at the end of the first week? And, and, and every week we're, we're tracking through that. And then what will happen is you'll start to see gains and gaps. And so you'll have a gain in some area where you're gaining a lot. Maybe you're even surpassing in certain areas and then yeah. you have gaps. And so then the next month when I'm looking in February and I'm going, okay, where do I need to be by February 28th? Well, yeah. I may have a gap left over from January, but I've got a gain as well. Um, yeah. So then, then we, so it, it tweaks. So you don't plan this whole year out. You basically plan it one week at a time yeah. with with uh, 12 markers throughout the year as to how far am I go- going? How far have I gone? Yeah. No, that's great. So, okay. So you divide it out into 12, 12 markers. Go and ahead. You'd be really surprised. Yeah, I, I stole this from a buddy of mine. Um, he, he time blocks 30 minutes a day, um, Mm -hmm. to take action on his big goals. And we're talking about 30 minutes, five times a week. We're not talking about a whole lot here. You would be shocked how, when you actually, uh, he called it block action time. And it is like, nothing is getting done in this 30 minutes, except working on my big goals. You'd be surprised Mm. how far you get with 30 focused minutes. Because the truth is, is if you were to time block two hours, you're probably only getting 30 to 45 minutes of really focused time. So when you take 30 minutes and you're like, hey, I have to do it in 30 minutes, it's like, okay, well, this is 30 minutes is really intentional and you'll get really far really fast. That's good. So So one more question, then we're probably going to need to wrap up. So you set the goals in a big weekend, you break it out into uh, into monthly increments. And then what does the accountability or tracking look like when you're running a team? And what does the accountability and tracking look like for like you and Hillary, your wife? Great question. So when running a team, I have weekly coaching with each individual on my team. So there's an accountability built in there. And then we're looking and going, okay, where's the gap? Where's the gain? 
and we're coaching to that. With Hillary, I'm not a coach. I'm a partner. I'm a life partner. So we go on like a date night. Uh, every now and then we may actually get away a couple of times a year to kind of reassess how we're doing. But we'll go on a date night and it'll be an intentional date night of like, hey, where, where are we in our goals? How are we doing? We yeah. had all of these aspirations. Some of them are left behind. And sometimes it's just like, okay, those aren't the important pieces right now. And we're going to let those go because yeah. we're making these gains here. Um, but man, when we started doing this, like I said, I think the first time we did it, it was goal setting for 2020. It was in uh, like November of 2019. And since then, like, the amount of intentionality that we have in our life has completely changed. And yeah. so we're constantly growing exponentially because we're on, and we're growing together because we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a big shift as I was going and she was going and we weren't necessarily collectively deciding this together. And by doing that, it really shifted a lot of things. Hmm. That's beautiful. Um, I, this is something, um, that I've noticed in setting goals because I've always been a goals guy. So I've, right. and I have lists of goals all over the place. Um, follow up and execution is the real key. I mean, but I've noticed something else, um, that there are times when I've set these goals, these robust goals, and it's like, and then I almost forget about it and I just go to work and then I look back six months later or a year later or two years later and it's like, wow, I achieved all of these things. Yeah. Without even, you know what I'm saying? So That's I think there's- you, you've, you've, you've got clarity on where you're going. Right. Like, yeah. I, I think that yeah. that's the biggest piece of goal setting is like, hey, reviewing your goals is actually a, a, a very healthy thing to do. And I think the best thing to yeah. do. But if you were just to goal set and have clarity, and I'm yeah. talking like real clarity on what this looks like, yeah. just put that it on paper. alone is going mm -hmm. like you're putting your subconscious to work when you do that. Right. Like, yes. see, tell me when you when you first bought the car that you have, whatever that mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Did you all of a sudden start noticing all of the cars that were just like it on the yeah, road? Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, right. of course. That's our reticular activating system, mm -hmm. right? Like that is the part of our brain that is the filter for everything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. And it, it decides what's important to us. Yeah. And so like I, I got into real estate a long time ago and I can be sitting at a restaurant and like 20 tables over, somebody says, sell a house, buy a house, invest in real estate, something about a home. Yeah. And I immediately hear it and listen and I'm like, they're talking about something that's important to me. Well, yeah. it's because there's so much information coming in all the time and our subconscious is the filter for it. Yeah. And when you goal set and you have clear vision on what you want, uh -huh. that part of your brain starts filtering mm -hmm. based off that vision. And so just that, that process of telling your subconscious of what mm -hmm. I want will yeah. help you get to where you want to go. No, that's good. Just take it out of your brain, put it on paper and something about that sort of cements it. So yeah, for sure. Good, good word. Uh, final question, Taylor in goal setting. Um, are you, uh, are you paper or digital An analog or digital? Paper. I yeah. get those big, like sticky notes that are like uh -huh. on an easel board. And then, so I write them out and then I tear that one off and I stick it somewhere where I can see it. And yeah. then I write the next one and we go in and then like, the other day when we were goal setting, there's like uh -huh. seven of those sticky things all the way around, all in different categories. So first of all, I did not know that you did that. 
but I do the same thing. And I have in my closet, I have some, some goals and things that I set after my wife died. My wife died at the end of 2020. And I was like, man, I need to not suck at life right now. And so I need to like, what does grieving look like? What do my next steps look like? What are the practical things look like? So I don't drop balls. You know, I was all emotionally right. jacked up. And so I, I just, um, I was organizing some things this weekend and, and, and I found all of those that I had taken off the walls and, and I'd kind of save them. And, uh, and so, uh, so I do the same thing. I literally have, and I'll put them all over my kids and my wife uh, used to hate it because I would put them all over the house. Well, I don't leave them up, but I put them up during the yeah. goal setting. But I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I like, then I go, so like this week, what I'll do is I'm going to go um, and organize it in a digital shared album that everyone on my yeah. team can share. So yeah, that's beautiful. But yeah. Taylor Davis, thanks so much for uh, teaching us about goal setting and especially in a team context. Great information. Some of you guys need to like listen to this episode over and over. Uh, really helpful stuff. And uh, maybe I don't know if you if you you have a template you use, Taylor, maybe uh, if people reach yeah. out to you, can that, is that be something you can? Send yes, to them absolutely. Or? I have a yeah. PDF uh, yeah. for a powerful goal setting retreat. Uh, couples goal setting actually is what it's modeled for. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thanks so much, my friend. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Please like, comment and share. Put your questions in the comments below, whatever platform you're watching on. Let your friends know if there's anything we can do to help you in your real estate investing journey. Uh, we would sure be glad to do that. Blessings to you guys. Thanks, Taylor. See ya.